Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I'm with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Yes, Emily Dean's back. I'm here. Well, she's all you'd ever want. She's the kind I'd like to flaunt and take to need. Uh, you can text the show on 81215. <laughs> Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. I think we've already had a Twitter-based... We've had a tweet, Frank. A tweet, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't describe it as 100% positive. OK. Is it one of the supportive ones that we get all totally the time? It's not totally negative last, either. The person that said that to me was uh, Doc, Dr Hockley. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you be the judge. Okay. This is from Paul Brown. He says... Oh, it's, he didn't say oh. I oh. added that O in. Oh. Did he turn around and he say He turned around and, and he said, said oh. So he turned around <laughs> and he said... No, that was unfair of me. I've, I've added tone into that okay, and well, I shouldn't have... No, don't, don't copy tone into it. No. He said to me, he gets enough emails to see. Yeah, it. tons of <laughs> Paul work. Brown says this. It's one tweet of the week time. Come on, Frank. Time to move out of the 70s. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's a reference to the fact, Frank, that we tweet when the show's on, but not really much during the week from the official show account. Well, I mean, it's, it's a difficult... Because I don't tweet. Um, Charlie don't surf, and I don't tweet. <laughs> but um, there is a tweet thing that sort of got my name on for the radio show, which is mainly, I think, it's Sarah, our assistant producer, handles that. Yeah, I'm sure from it's, the pink I'm iPad. sure it's good. Um, but I don't think... I think if Paul Brown... Um, goes to um, one of those chronicles of the 20th century mm-hmm. he'll find out that the one tweet in the 1970s <laughs> would have been uh, a suggestion that Jesus was coming back, it would have been such a big event <laughs> yeah um, but I know what he means, I think if you're going to tweet I don't tweet myself, if you do I, I, you know, if I did, I think I'd be on there all the time Really? Yeah. that's what happens to people isn't it? it is. Yeah, it takes over their lives mm-hmm. so yes Paul, um I'll have a word with Sarah about it, see if we can get some more stuff out there. What sort of stuff would you like to have, Frank? I don't know, what's Brownie suggest? <laughs> Brownie? That's Paul Brownie. Brown. That's Brownie, what he, what he what likes to put out there. I, I'm, Maybe I, we could have some of your humorous sound bites. Somebody told me, before my last tour, someone said to me, a manager of a well-known comedian said to me, if you tweet, you add probably 15% to your ticket sales. I've already mm-hmm. worked out who that is. Anyway. And I said... Uh, I'd, I'd rather have a few empty seats. Yeah. Would you? Yeah, but you know, I'm, I'm not condemning those of you who do. It's a lovely social thing. But I'm not good on the negatives. Somebody oh, said no. to me this week, I do a show on, on Sky Arts called Sky Arts Landscape Artist of the Year, and I, someone said, oh, we've had some lovely tweets. So I thought, you know what? I'll have a look. <gasps> First one I saw, oh. why is Frank Skinner on... Sky arts, yeah. <laughs> landscape. That's the first one I saw. Oh. So of course that's. Although again, you could have put the turn into that. It could be. Why is Frank Skinner on Sky Arts? No, that's still tone, not that positive. That didn't doesn't, help. Yeah, that's right, just right. a chirpy person being unkind. <laughs> that was. I think the strain in my voice was me trying to be chirpy. No, I mean God bless you. You were going against type in a big way. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. I know what you mean. I think one has to be careful with it. The last mm. time before that, I looked. There was a. Um, I didn't even look any further than this. It was a feature that Frank, said... are you at what's described as a lurker? Oh, well, I've done it be. twice in the last eight months, I would say. I respect that honesty. Um, um, but I had a look and it said, um, 
there was a, 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 a sort of, I don't know what you'd call it because I don't have the terminology at my fingertips. Oh, hey, maybe I'll the, the heading was, Is Frank Skinner Funny? <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, I don't. So I never, it might have been a list of people saying absolutely knock out hilarious, but I bet it wasn't. <laughs> Did so, you have uh, the self-restraint not to click oh, on the I link? Oh, I definitely didn't click. What? Self-restraint? Fear? Cowardice? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I'm no good with it all. Why don't people just... I, I don't like unkindness in any area of life. Hear that, Brownie? <laughs> <laughs> Brownie? This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Can I ask a question, by the way? Um, sure. Please do. Uh, there's a sale advertised the other day, I saw, and it said... Um, was it a DFS? I can't remember who it was for. Um, and it said, um, must end on Tuesday. Mm. And I thought, who says that? <laughs> yeah. Who, who, who was like that? Don't, don't tell me must end on Tuesday, like you're on my side, there's nothing, your hands are tied. <laughs> The shop surely decides when it ends. They might have an extremely aggressive tenancy agreement and it, they must be out, like all of their stuff out. No, no, this was a big shop. It, this, it, was, yeah. it wasn't a closing down well, so. Right, so oh, right. it's your suggestion that they were trying to lure you in? They're trying to, yeah, there's no must. It's their must. Yeah. Don't tell me they must end on Tuesday and like, like there's some <laughs> evil Mr Big making them do it. Yeah. They want it to end on Tuesday, so I'll go there the Don't weekend give and spend my money. They never end well. They want to no. create scarcity value of the uh, products. They they? Want to, in my mind, they want a clock ticking downwards. Yeah. 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 And I'm thinking of an electric blanket for under 20 quid. Yeah. I mean, they don't realise that in your mind there's always a clock ticking down. down. No, exactly. Not at my age. <laughs> not about a sale. <laughs> at my age, it's like an enormous <laughs> pit in the pendulum type <laughs> thing. Yeah, so if anyone is involved in the sales business, I'm I'm right, aren't I? There is no must. Just, I'm not there sure it no exists. Must. Also, Al, I'm not sure it exists as a business in its own right, the sales, sales. business. Well, yeah. I think what you mean is retail industry. What about the people who met those signs that say sale? Yes. Can Sign I writers. give some advice to those people? I mean, red's a nice colour, but come on, have some imagination. Red yeah. and white, can't we... What about sometimes when they mix it up and you get a green luminous sign with a black yeah. lettering? It's still not got the same urgency as red, though, has it? Like, we all see red and we go, red! Look, I that's, get enough urgency. I get all my urgency from the word moss. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that in my life. Imagine if they changed it to probably, though. Like, it, there would be no urgency. Oh, yeah. Sale probably yeah. ends Tuesday. We might give it to a wedding. Don't even talk about the end of the sale. Let's just don't talk about Tuesday. Let's just enjoy the journey. Okay. <laughs> don't end game, as they say in Alexander Technique. Do they? Yeah. Oh, lovely. Do they? Caroline Gidney Kelly has tweeted us, and she's got a whatever happened to. And I'm not sure. I'm not sure this is, we can justify inclusion for this. Whatever happened to Peter the Wild? Oh. Oh yeah, well Peter the Wild. Um, we don't. We haven't talked about him for a long time. No. To be fair, we fell yeah. out. He was, um, yeah. Well, I fell out, to be more specific, but let's not go into that. Yes, Peter the Wild, uh, for new readers, um, was, um, was it George the First? I can't yes, remember. one of the George one, one of the One of the kings had him. He was a wild boy, you know, mm. occasionally. <laughs> I don't mean he's a wild boy as he went out on the town. He's a wild boy as like, the type that are found in a cupboard. He was found in a Bavarian forest, Frank. He was, yeah, living on, living on his wits. Yeah. Such as they were. Yeah. Um... 
and uh, he became. They, they had a. It, I mean, it's in a, in some ways, it's a terribly sad story. Mm-hmm. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, time plus tragedy equals comedy. Yeah. Oh, and so, um, so we talked about it uh, quite a lot, Peter the Wild. So, he was made um, part of the court, and he was. I mean, one of the the most cruel parts of the story is that they did put him on a lead. He did. He, he was on a lead, which um, <laughs> we, we we were anti that. <laughs> I think in the context of the story. Didn't he also stare into fires and eat onions like apples? That was his big thing. That was his past. Um, <laughs> we used to sing songs um, with no tunes, which is, <laughs> if you think about it, it's not easy. No. How do you do that? Uh, he sang songs with no tunes, out raw onions, and he stared into fires. That was yeah. his shtick. It's a great yeah. shtick, though. Mm-hmm. Um, you're right, I miss him. I mean, I'd forgotten <laughs> about his, his main characteristics. <laughs> <laughs> and already I'm starting to warm to the topic all over again. <laughs> you know, like when you find a, a book of something that you used to be really interested in, you think, oh, I'll throw this out, and you have a quick glance through and think, you know, yeah. it is still interesting, this. Yeah, yeah old Wildy, you still got it. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Surely not. There must be some mistake. We've had a whatever happened to uh, on the emails. You know my Friday night troll? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, someone emailed last night saying whatever happened to earwigs. Seriously. I mean, think about it. Yeah. When was the last time you actually saw an earwig? You know what? Whatever <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give that the award. I haven't yeah. seen an earwig for it. They had terrible pincers. Yeah. Terrible pincers. They were they very... I'm saying they peaked in around 1978. You reckon? Yes, I remember a lot of earwigs. Oh, I think they were around in the 80s, weren't they? Really? I seem to remember new romantic earwigs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Were they sort um, of oh, household no, pests? Yeah, they used to be. One of those when you got up in the night. Oh, that's another thing. What about... Um... <laughs> Silverfish. <gasps> Oh, oh, I yeah. loved a silverfish. Like, like dry land, tiny fish that used to run off when you put the light on at night. You see, the young people in this room are looking utterly bemused, which makes me think that does That's, utterly yeah, justify the inclusion. I think you'll find that legal highs. <laughs> <laughs> that causes that. They've, ne- have you, they've never seen a silverfish, Frank. No. Look, no, they aren't. They are shaking. Oh, you know, now Charlie has. Oh, um, documentary. That's when the, 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 uh, the Pog Summit Her dad probably owned a silverfish farm. <laughs> <laughs> like a, the, a, He's a slum landlord, Frank, and he had some if in the If you bars. owned a trout farm and you had a child, you could give them a silverfish farm. Get to, started. Can yeah. I ask, did the silverfish... What was, the, what was their obsession with the bathroom? What's wrong with the sitting room in the kitchen? Well, we had them all out. We had them all out of the house. Oh, we what? had them they in the bathroom. They didn't like the light, though. That was their thing. Oh, didn't they? There must be deep water. <laughs> Not used to like coming through. We've had a missive from Steve France in Wrexham. Steve, Steve who? F- Steve France. As in, as in the da, country. Da, 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 okay. Yeah. Um, it's a I lovely like rendition it. there. Yeah. He's in Wrexham. Good morning. Good morning, Frank, Emily, and Alan. After living the dream as Perkins on Doctor Who, my question to Frank is: If you could land yourself a role on Gotham, which character would you most like to play? Alan and Emily's suggestions also welcome. P.S. I've seen the first six episodes of Gotham season three already, and it's world class. Uh, okay. Keep up the job you're paid to do. Pay your taxes and a round of applause for the police. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Come on for the police. Come on, please. Great job they do. Um, oh, so, that's a good question. Well, uh, Alan and Emily's suggestion. My suggestion is Man in Diner. 
Oh, because yeah. I've never seen it, but I imagine there would be a man in the diner. Yeah, it'd be, it'd yeah. be, it'd be like an Edward Hopper painting. It just the one guy it, sitting on his own in a diner. Yeah, I, I wonder if I could bring back one of the... Uh, one of... Well, Batmite. Right. Batmite was a character... Is he like when Silverfish? I, when I used to read... Um, he looked like a tiny... So he, he looked like the sort of thing you'd see on Pokemon Go, but he was a... He was like a sort of a imp, um, yeah. but he was part of the Bat family with Batman, Batgirl, etc., etc. Um, I'd love to play Batmite. I mean, it would need a bit of uh, CGI. Yeah, I'd need a bit of that. But you know, I'm, I'm prepared to walk around in, in me pants and a harness to get that kind of a role. Yeah, I think that's what you have to do. You have to make the sacrifices. I'm really pleased that someone else is watching Gotham. You should get together with him. <laughs> you don't think it's just, I don't think it's just me and him. I think it's oh, quite... Oh, I think it is, darling. I bet Will Smith watches it. Why? You know why? Why? Because old Mar Smith's in it. Frank Skinner on the radio. We've had a lot of Silverfish correspondence, Al. We have. Is yeah. Silverfish the, pro- the technical name, or is that a... We haven't had that bit of correspondence. Oh, okay. We're away to plural, Silverfy. Pe- pe- <laughs> people don't have books, so Silverfish have no food source. Just a bit. Um, the first part of that, people <laughs> still have books, don't they? Please tell me they do. do. I think what the point is, though, is that Silverfish don't eat Kindles as much as they used to eat pages, if you... Although, if you I was told by um, the chocolate expert on... Um, um, what, in, Sunday in the brunch cho- it was in the Roald Dahl novel it just happens to live over the road from me <laughs> that um, people in this country spend more money on chocolate than they do on books and music really? do they? Um, guess what which national crisis that might have led to <laughs> <laughs> okay, the so great what? green and black shortage in Hampstead yeah. no the stupidity crisis <laughs> so um yeah, so that, that's a scary obesity one. Yeah, he does. He does mean that. Yeah. I mean, there's so, both. So silverfish, they they want books. Mm. I've got loads of books. I haven't seen a silverfish for yeah. ten years. Me more. too. Yeah. I don't like to brag, but I've got enough books. Yeah, me um, got books. <laughs> 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 We're doing all right, aren't we? Just a sound. I found two silverfish in the Kindle the other night. <laughs> <laughs> Desperation. They should do that for retro. They should have silverfish icon, and you can activate it, and it just comes oh, across the screen. Uh, that's a great yeah, idea. Lovely. Also, zero nine one has said, "Morning, guys. Silverfish only like damp places. That's why you find them in the bathroom, Frank. But actually, they've called you Frankie." Oh, okay. So um, they like spending a lot of time in the bathroom. And they like books. That's like a lot of men I've dated. Yeah, <laughs> indeed. Sarah, the assistant producer, said to me, are they actually fish? <laughs> now, they like damp, but not as much as fish do. No. Fish love damp. They do. <laughs> They've taken damp to the nth degree, fish. Degree. Yeah. Um, I described them as microscopic white bait, and I'm still quite pleased with that. I, I think that's... I like that uh, a lot, I like that it did well. make me hungry. Um, 898 has texted, Morning all, if you grow cooking apples, you'll find lots of earwigs nestling by the stalks clinging on with their evil pincers. Really? Have they got pincers, have they? I love the idea of cooking apples. That's another thing, isn't it? Love a cooking apple. Let's grow some apples that you can't really eat because they're too (laughs) nasty. But we can, we can, we could maybe if we boiled them, yeah. they might be all right. Are they not a bit? Whatever happened to cooking apples? Oh no, they're still there. I still get them. Yeah, yeah. 
but they are a, they're the ultimate in delayed gratification, aren't they? We're going to have to grow exactly. these things and then really slowly. And then they're cook in the them. house, and I, I many times, no, probably, probably seven times in my life, I've thought they've got to be all right. <laughs> they must be. All, I bet they're all right. People call them cooking. I bet they're fine. And then you bite one. Oh. oh, I'm doing the face. Can you trust me? I'm doing the face. You know the face that looks a bit... Somebody's from it like it's a cat's bottom Well, face. I'm going to put it on social media. What? The face. I'm going to take a picture of okay. it and capture it. Cooking apple face. <laughs> that, that's, who, that's who I want to be in Gotham. <laughs> the new villain. Frank and the team are live on the radio every Saturday morning from 8 until 11 on Absolute Radio, across the UK on digital radio and 12.15am. So we had... Um, yes. We had a text from... We did. This was from uh, 898. No, it's not 898. Hang on one second, please. It's actually from 023. Hold, please, Carla. <laughs> <laughs> OK, this is from 023. We were talking not long ago about irresistible accompaniments. As yes, 023. this was... Would you like, like to I, recap, Frank? I went flying a kite... And it was utterly impossible for me not to sing Let's Go Fire. I mean, I just mm. couldn't. I just couldn't stop myself. And I did point out that when I leave a cash point, having taken cash out, I always sing Got Brass yes. in Pocket. By and we discussed other examples. You mentioned. Summer holiday. Yeah, if you're going on a summer holiday. I yeah. did that myself this <laughs> summer. It's yeah, hard not to. I was really proud of that piece of work. Anyway, yes. <laughs> um, Irresistible Accompaniment 023 says, Every time I read MIT, I have to sing MIT. MIT. The Massachusetts Institute of Technology. Love the tune it. of SRB. SRB, I should say, for our younger readers, mm-hmm. was an, an, a cinema advert, and it was about uh, you could get a, a hot, hot dog, dog, but it came in a cardboard box for oh. convenience. Lovely. So it would be SRB, a sausage in a roll in a box for me. Yeah, but you've <laughs> given it, it a lovely Elvis Costello lilt, which yeah. you didn't originally have. Lilt with the totally <laughs> tropical taste. That's lovely. Old. Can you do that? Can you do yeah, the voice? You can do the voice. It's done in uh, celebration. So. I'm, I'm <laughs> <laughs> This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've had a text morning. I tell you what I... Can I just... Oh. I've just remembered something. I don't do it anymore, but when I used to go on escalators, I used to sing um, Jerry Halliwell's um, Lift Me Up. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> that wouldn't have looked at all camp. <laughs> <laughs> she was big then. I think it was... Was it number one, Lift Me Up? She, she did so well then. So that she was did. a good period for her. Mm. Oh, yes. Mm. Um, morning, Frank. Uh, Freem, you know, F R A I M, like Frank, Alan, Emily. Oh, right, okay. Freem. Weren't silverfish superseded by the later superior model, goldfish? Oh, oh okay, fine. Okay. What's the bronze Duke fish Duke, then, initially? I think it's a, a. I think it's a finely crafted pot and well done. No, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy with work. it. But if you got up in the night and there's half a dozen goldfish on your floor, oh yeah. You'd yeah. be terrified. Yeah. And sad, because presumably they'd, be, they'd Al, perish, wouldn't they? Oh, what about 806? Yeah. He says, Frank and gang, I spent a whole summer, 1982, with cotton wool or loo roll in my ears because my cousin <laughs> told me that earwigs ate your brain. That's Fiona and Edinburgh. I was always told that they lived on the wax from one's ears, that they, that was their main food stuff. Oh. Which oh. Um, apparently is incorrect. 
Well, I would have found them quite useful bedfellows in that sense. Sense of doubt. Because you're not no no longer meant to insert cotton buds, are you, into your ear? Aren't you? No. No. Very dangerous. Don't put anything smaller into your ear than your um, finger. Is it your elbow? Something like elbow. I can't get my elbow in my ear. (laughs) Exactly. That's exactly the. Oh no, sorry. It's my it's my backside. I can't get my ear. (laughs) I always get those two mixed up. God. Skinner on Absolute Radio. Hello. Hello. <laughs> this is Frank it's Skinner on, on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 8 12 15. Please do. People have. They haven't regretted it, generally. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. I feel we should address what's going on in the world at large. I mean, we have had, however... So much silverfish correspondence. Really? Yeah, I don't know what to do with it are all. So are still we... seeing them, or are they all retrospective silverfish no, sightings? People are seeing them, but just not as uh, not as domestic in um, in the modern world as they once were. I'm not interested in the industrialised silverfish. I mean, there's some, there's for example zero four seven. Hi guys, when I worked in a bar two years ago, I'd return home around two a.m. every night without fail during my pre-bed toilet trip. I would see the silverfish that lives in our bathroom. Just one? I always felt like he was my pet, welcoming me home after a long shift. You Mm -hmm. don't often see them on their own. I like the idea of the silverfish loner. Well, (laughs) it's... it's A bit like the silver surfer. Oh, you said silverfish loner. If we... uh... If we take that to its next conclusion, we've had 111 text. I recently moved with my family to a larger property in need of renovation. Whilst removing the skirting, I've discovered a colony, or school, which is the collective, oh. of silverfish. Yeah, yes. Um, school of my, silverfish, man. My teenage daughter instantly panicked and vacuumed them up. The bag hasn't been changed yet, so would you be up for some rehoming? Adam? <laughs> So I think you're being offered some silverfish I'm in happy a Hoover to, bag. Um, I'm happy Bless to introduce you. them Bless to Absolute try. Radio. Yeah. I like the way people put those green parrots into West London. <laughs> Just pop them out. <laughs> Just get them out here. Yeah, why not? They wouldn't bring themselves up, would they? I don't like them living in the bag of the Hoover. It's no, no, no that's no. horrible. Oh, why is it any more horrible for them? There with, living there with the Lego. It it's not like a very dignified a, dwelling, is it? Might be it? like living in an adventure park. They them. like damp, though. Oh, yeah. I imagine it's, it's arid. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I take it I don't back. know if you've ever read um, Arthur Kersler's The Arid Hoover Bag. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's a dystopian thriller, oh, that one, it is, isn't it? It's a dark, and dark tale. Calvin in Brum right. has cleared up a number of issues. Oh. And I'm warm to Calvin. to Calvin. He seems a no nonsense Brom chap. All right. Uh, <laughs> I, n- I nearly ate an earwig the other day when I bit into a rose hip. P.S. I've seen silverfish in bathroom recently. The gladiator was nightshade. Calvin and Brom. <laughs> that's absolutely brilliant. I mean, that's everything you want in the text. Three bits of quality yeah. information in one text. That's really good. I, um, what rose hip? What is? What does that mean? Um, one of the uh, younger members of our team might know. I'm sure Charlie said it in a gin well, cocktail. She's probably had rose hip syrup <laughs> when she was a baby. A rose hip would be a ro- you'd bite into a rose. Goodness mm. me, that sounds. Well, Calvin, now you've. I thought you were clearing things up. Yeah. Yeah. And now, well, I mean, it's a throwaway line. I was biting into a rose hip the other day. If that was a conversation, <laughs> I don't think we'd have just let that roll. No, that's true. Come on. Come on, Calvin. 
<laughs> no, I just adjusted my pants. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Surely not. There must be some mistake. I uh, I don't know if you remember the first link that we did today. Straight after it, I had one of my diva moments. Do you remember that? I said what to did you do? I said to Charlie, the producer, could I have my um, the sound in my headphones just a little bit louder? And you complain about your chair? And I complained about my chair. Two, two things. Two screws. Two screws. Latrek. I think we were calling. That's right. <laughs> you said there chair were two screws. Spikes are sticking into yeah. me. I mean, the whole purpose of a chair is to not stick into the. Uh, that would be a great lad's name. Two screws, Latrek. <laughs> he sounds Some like a the legend. There's someone who'd been a lad and then t- changed yeah. his mind uh, yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> quite quickly and lived a life <laughs> of celibacy. Come but on. there's been a lot of uh, diva behaviour this week. That's the most diva-ish I get, is uh, can I have my headphones a bit oh, louder? Oh, I think I've seen you more diva-ish than I that. don't think so. I think that's a bit of scurrilous gossip, actually. <laughs> um, you don't get as diva as me, but no-one does. No, yeah. well... Uh, no, what about what? Justin Bieber? He's been in the uh, <laughs> he's been in the press this week. Right. The... Thanks for the mini protest. I really appreciated that. Alan didn't bother. I couldn't eat another one there. Anyone no. else want a mini protest? Yeah. Yeah. There ought to well, be chocolates I, called that. I just, are, aren't they? <laughs> I just offered up my ghostly mini bites, and I don't do that often. No, mm. that's true. And Alan rejected them well, with what I'm going to call cooking apple face. <laughs> I ate one, but whilst... He yeah. said, they're not for me, are they, really? They're not for me. Cooking apple face is now available on social media. <laughs> my my face when I've eaten a cooking apple. Yeah. And also the title of the villain I'm playing in the next series of Gotham. Yeah. Um, oh. I would love it if you were in Gotham. Dressed all in green. If, uh, with that face what imagine I would ow I, I would love that I would <laughs> love it if he was in oh, well, we would love to beat them <laughs> <laughs> so yes so um, Deaverish div- uh, Bieber Belieber he asked people to stop screaming during his songs which you know he asked people in Birmingham to stop screaming he called them obnoxious fans he told the them Birmingham. off in Manchester he gave them a right telling off he said I wanted to say something but if you guys don't want me to I'll just cut straight to the next song and they all wow. went, hooray! Yeah, I think so, yeah. Because <laughs> even people who love, love Bieber, Bieber with a passion, yeah. you know, the chances of him, of him saying anything of importance yeah. Yeah. is mi- minuscule. Yeah. Like, <laughs> even his fans who love him going, oh, wait, next song. If he had to do, like, an item... No, but I just wanted to... Can we just let something for one second? <laughs> no, no, next song, wait, we love you. <laughs> Will you just give me a chance? <laughs> oh. He said at one point, just try and show you love me in a different way. Well, we've all said that. <laughs> yeah. I hear and you. then he told them to take a chill pill for a second. Did he? Oh. He said, just take a chill pill and listen to me speak. Don't they don't want that. that Manchester. <laughs> they really no. don't want that, unless he do, does one of those sort of telesavalas spoken songs. The problem with these boy if bands... If a picture <laughs> paints a thousand words, <laughs> then why can't I paint you? I don't think that's what he's offering. Uh, uh, I think the problem is, to paraphrase something Pete Waterman, I believe, once said to yeah. a friend of mine... Oh. Uh, they get all famous doing la la la, mm-hmm. and then they want to do what I believe Pete Waterman refers to as own stuff. 
Yeah. Yes, it's the same. And our own stuff is essentially acoustic guitar and beads they bought from Camden Market. They get yeah. a little like that. It's like, the, you know, you get these comedians who start off doing all sort of dirty jokes and laddish, and next thing you know, they're on the radio talking about what books they read. And yeah. Stuff. I hate that. To lose the track pun. <laughs> yeah, I just hate it. No, but you um, can't Doing arts programmes on Sky. Yeah. I mean, come on. Who no. you are. Actually, Frank, there is a difference because okay. you still essentially what you got, what you wanted was laughter. Okay, mm. and that's what you're still after. He wanted the screaming. Now he's got it. I'd he doesn't want the screaming. The main difference yeah. is that Bieber is an imbecile. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I mean, I, you know, I would say with Bieber, um, you know, he's got a very kissable face. Lovely uh, face. He's got right. abs like a Nissan hot. Yeah. What? I, I think, count your blessings. Don't worry about the talking. Think that can, can keep that for your private life. Yeah. We don't, we don't want that. We don't know where they're talking, Imagine maybe. if he just stopped talking in between songs. How long do you think it would actually be before any of his fans noticed exactly. that he wasn't? Eight years, I Talking, everyone's... Have you ever heard anyone say, do you like Justin Bieber? I like him. I like to hear him talking. <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever said... His own mother has never said that. Frank Skinner on the radio. Um, we've had uh, what I would call um, someone who's swimming against the tide of opinion. I think we it's all... Silverfish. It is, yeah. <laughs> pro- perhaps we all sided with the crowd versus Bieber. And mm. yeah. Somebody... Uh, we've got a text here. I'm with Bieber on this one. People okay. scream at him wherever he goes, not yeah. only on stage. If he's got a microphone, he might be heard for once. Maybe he's had something really important to say for the last six years that could fix our economy and nuclear weapon crisis. <laughs> I mean, I think what that's unlikely. he's really bright? To be fair, he, he has had access to a microphone before. Yes. Yeah. And nothing's come out but yet. He's not been trying to talk before, has he? No. He said it was getting... He used the word pressuring, which... I'm, I'm not sure you can say that. I don't know if it makes sense. Do you think I've been sense. unsympathetic towards Bieber? Is that what you're saying? Well, maybe. I've said he's got a kissable face. Yeah. He can sing. Mm-hmm. And I think it was Meatloaf who pointed out. Yeah. Two out of three ain't bad. <laughs> Two out of three isn't bad. He was also spotted in his pants yesterday. I've spotted in my pants many a time. <laughs> yeah. Just need to spend a bit more time. Um, wow! <laughs> one wow. of his one of his things was, to be fair, that he said um, the audience were quite close. I think at the Birmingham. He said game. you're like two feet away from me. Yeah. Oh, I could say yeah. the same. Frank Skinner's two feet away from me, and it's lovely. Yeah, yeah but his point is, don't scream at me if you're two feet away yeah. from me. That's why uh, he never did Chatty Man. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. Too much screaming. Can't cope with that. I'll be honest, I empathised with him at one point when I was reading the... Um, you did? I did. Well, you get screamed at a lot on stage, I No, know. but this, I just, I just want to quote what the paper said okay. of Bieber. He said, if we could just scream after the songs, enjoy the songs, then scream. Screaming is awesome, screaming is fun. Oh. And... Is it just he's screaming fun? Does he sound he's like an exasperated ne- he's never dad? never fallen down a lift shaft. No, just but he has worked like at the fairground. How old is Bieber? 20, 23. 23. What do you think? Um, let's go 20s. over to our correspondent with the pink iPad, Sarah. 22, she's going. I like that um, with this, the tides, even in the, the course of... The ten minutes of conversation, the tide has now swung towards Bieber. Yeah, why not? I think it's important to uh, listen to all the all the views. On I this. just worry he's becoming a bit of a Howard Hughes character. 
I remember Kath saying to me when we hadn't been going out very long, and she said to me, "Why do your fans think you're deaf?" Because oh. blokes would come through the street and go, Frankie! <laughs> from about six feet away. <laughs> and I, I don't know what it is. Can I ask a question? Presumably, in the, during the white heat period of your fame with David Baddiel... Yes. You must have got screamed at on occasion. We never got... I never got... He got screamed at, I think, when he was... When he uh, did Newman and Baddiel. But I never... If I hear a scream at a gig, I assume there's a mouse in the auditorium. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Not but true. no, I've never... I don't get screamed at, for goodness sake. Could you imagine it? Mm. But, you know, we've each got our own. Let, yeah. um, he do, he does, is he going to start talking now? Is he going to start treading on my patch? I would like, in a year, to see a Justin Bieber spoken word. Just ditch the music. Oh, that'd be brilliant. Just a, oh, like I would love that, Al. Poster, just him in a spotlight with a microphone, no instruments. What Justin about? Justin Bieber just talking. I've got it, man in a suit. <laughs> 2.0. Oh, yeah, that's that, yeah. the one. I'd go for it. I've never seen him in a suit. There might just be us three in the audience, but other than that, <laughs> I think it'll be a really Imagine good night. Imagine if he became like a friend of ours. We just gave him a career advice. I don't think that's going to happen. Why not? I'm, I'm worried mm. I might fall it head over heels in love with him. <laughs> <laughs> His kissable face. That, that would be. I see me as a sort of maternal Leslie Joseph figure to him. I think life. he should stick with what he knows. Mm-hmm. Ollie Murr said to me. Oh, yeah. Just a few days ago. Extraordinary beginning to an anecdote. He said to me, he said, uh, you're very quick-witted, aren't you? (laughs) And I said, and you've got a lovely voice, to each his own. (laughs) And I think that is, um, there you have it. Frank Skinner on the radio. We've been talking about Bieber and his diva behaviour. Yeah. But there's been some other diva. Internal rhyme. Oh. Bieber diva. There's been some other diva news, because Mariah Carey... Who I sort of love because she reminds me of my cleaner. Oh, um, that's Eva. Nice. Well, she's She'll just be got. Delighted to hear that. Yeah, no, I she think. does. It's slightly eccentric. Is Eva a diva? No. Okay. She's obviously she's very direct. written by Longfellow now. <laughs> There's a lot of yeah. internal rhyme going on. She's brutally direct, and I I like that. Who Mariah? Anyway, no, Eva. Oh, my okay. cleaner. I've got very mixed up now. Um, but you know that slightly eccentric bag lady thing. Yeah, yeah. Mariah's got, I think. Yeah. She's pulled the ripcord a bit. She's not fast. I quite like that. She's gone yeah, she's the calf down. She's pulled it in the right place. Yeah, she it? has. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, she's always been um, an enigma to me. I can't. I, I mean, she. It's one of those things. I. She. I don't know what makes her special from all those other singers that sing like her. Right. Well, yeah. she does the old top C, doesn't she? Does she? The does rarity, she? yes. She's well, known I, for I, her I, top. I thought she'd stop doing that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's ne- nearly killed her. At her age. Yeah. But she... she but I, this is what I know about Mariah. When she was at... Um, she went out with, like, the boss of... Sony, Tommy Matoma. Who was, like, extremely rich, powerful man. Mm. Yeah. And then she got a contract, I think with... I can't remember who with, but, like, for millions mm. and millions. And then I think she did one album and they dumped her and then someone else came in and paid millions and millions and now she's going out with one of the richest men in the world that's what I know about she's like the Japanese waving cat Mariah her money just yes she attracts money doesn't she yeah Yeah. I mean it's and now this bloke um, has bought her an engagement ring this bloke 
What's he called? He's called James Packer. He's a Packer, isn't he? He's a Packer, one of the Packers. What do you mean one of the Packers? Like Kerry Packer? That's his son. Kerry Packer's his father. he's the son of Kerry. Oh! So Kerry Packer is a sort of Rupert Murdoch type figure, isn't he? Immediately. He revolutionised cricket. He did. Which is more than could be said for Mariah Carey. As far as you know. She's done nothing for cricket. You sure? She hasn't tried very hard. I don't know that. I heard she writes a cricket blog, but anonymously. Nah. That's what I heard. She tried to get on the board at Gloucester. Show they wouldn't have her. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> she should have. Uh... She was going out with James Packer. Right. And then, so do you understand why he's so wealthy now, Frank? Yeah. I, I, well, yeah, I, didn't, I didn't know he was one of those. Billionaire. Yes. He's, he's a billionaire. Not millionaire, he... billionaire. Okay. Mm. But. Sounding a bit. That's a big deal, isn't it? He, um, you're sounding like one of those people who go, his house. Have you seen his house? <laughs> um, he gave him. He gave her a $10 million ring. Yeah. And now amazing. it's all off. Absolutely amazing. Amazing. Looks so impressive. 10 million quid. Yeah. I, wouldn't you be frightened to go out the house in a 10 million quid ring? Well, they all wear fake. I, I, I don't know if she goes out much on her own. No, I don't think that's so. Some say not. It, the reason they split was he was shocked by her excessive spending. That's a word. He was shocked it? by that. Yes. That's like when George Best's wives used to say, and after a couple of years he started drinking and going out with other women. Really? Did he? <laughs> so deceptively. But I think, that, yeah, I see what you mean, because, I mean, she does sit in the ex- chair of extravagance. We yeah. talk about... You oh, yes, talk, she Frank, does, about... but we had to take the arms off. <laughs> <laughs> this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We were uh, discussing Mariah Carey, brackets diva, close brackets. the wind, Mariah. And there's a possibility that her engagement with uh, this Packer chap, James Packer, billionaire, yeah. is over. And he, it is said, mm. has been scared off by her excessive spending. I'm quoting from the article now. Because mm. he thought she was going to go to Lidl. Well, I'm worried. I'm worried that if she's outspending a billionaire, that he's looking at her thinking, she yeah. might get through all of this. I'm not... I can't... <laughs> I can't cut. I mean, that is some going, well, isn't it? Well, like, she's insisting on keeping the ring, apparently. Yeah. This is the word on the street, Frank. That was because it was made by her friend. Was it? Is it? Yeah, her friend. Oh, I love that you know this level of detail. Her friend's a big <laughs> so celebrity jeweller. I read a, an interview with him and he talked about the responsibility of making Mariah's oh, ring. And he, d- he didn't want to let her down. Seven minutes of your life you won't get back. <laughs> yeah. He said, I didn't want to let her down, you know, to make this. And he said something like it took a whole weekend to make it. I thought, that's not bad, is it, for 10 million quid? That is all right. I know yeah. the materials, it must cost a bit. Well, diamonds I mean, I'm, aren't cheap. I'm on, no. I'm on less than that for a Saturday morning show. I don't know about yeah. you. You get about well, less than ten million dollars. I don't know. I don't know what the exchange rate is at the moment. Exchange <laughs> rate. But I just, I, I mean, I, I know it's probably not going to happen. But how can Mariah Carey go from a billionaire that she's outspent to like a normal? Like, how? What if she, she fell can't. in love? Yeah, she, she can't. can't no. What if she fell in love with a guy that was about her age, but was just like a manager at an Argos in a mid, mid-sized in, uh, adult town. education. I think the argument is she wouldn't fall in love with that person. You don't think she could? No. Even if he was nice and they liked each other? Even if was she handsome. was the best person she'd ever met in her life, she couldn't cope with that much acrylic. <laughs> <laughs> well, in fairness, nor could I. No, um, I, I don't think that would happen. Um, but should she keep that ring? I mean, I think she should return it. 
frankly. He might not want it back, though. Well, he's a you billionaire. I'm with the Colleen Rooney um, What's that? thing. Well, her and uh, Wayne had a big row about these stories that were in the papers about mm. him when she was engaged. And she took the ring off and threw it into a local squirrel sanctuary. Did she? Very Alan It's one of my favourite lover's tip story of all time. And I don't think they've ever found it. I think people still go there with a metal detector to this day. Do they really? Yeah. Oh, so she never found the ring? I don't think she did. Someone out there will know that. 12.15. Where real music matters. Oh, sorry, that was my other jingle. But, um, yeah, I love that story, though. There Imagine are two that moment. Who look what very you happy saw that for? Throw the squirrel sanctuary. Oh man, nightmare. There's another, there's another man though, isn't there? What about well, Brian we Tanaka? We don't. Hey, isn't that his name? Keep it daytime. <laughs> yeah. uh, Brian Tanaka. That's his name. Is that his name? Yeah, yeah that's it the, is. I oh, it is. Frank. Do you know how happy that's made me that you know that? Her backing dancer. You know dancer. the name of the backing of Mariah Carey's backing dancer. <laughs> I love I've, all, I've long been fascinated by the back in dancer syndrome. Well, they do very you well. Think it's a syndrome. <laughs> I think. Well, I don't remember them at all. I remember back in singers. Oh yeah. But those blokes behind women singers. I don't remember before Madonna. I think she. The back in dancer uh, often ends up with the celebrity. Yeah. You'll you find if you Gary that. Barlow's with the backing dancer married the backing dancer. Was yeah, right? a number of the Spice Girls married their backing dancers. They didn't. Did Mel they? B married Jimmy was his backing dancer. Wow. There you go. Did not know that. Mm. I'm uh, uh, yes. So the, sp- the stuff for you the ended up dance. with a Skinnerette briefly. Um, mm. Yeah, she was in her eighties. <laughs> <laughs> it was um, it was difficult in lots of ways. <laughs> Oh, I can still see that harness. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've had a text from 415 saying you've got a cleaner. Surely that's Diva-esque. I'm not sure who that's targeted at. Me. Is I referenced that Mariah Carey looked a little bit like my cleaner. Oh, I see. Mm. Uh, I, I, I used to think that about cleaners. When I first got mm. a cleaner, I used to help... I I'll bet they'll oh, love that's that. so nice, though. She said to me, it's better you don't help. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the end of that. I never helped again. Anyone. I like ever saying that. Well, we no longer have cleaner. That's how I ended up with the uh, aforementioned months ago. You no longer have cleaner? Well, have you've adopted cleaner. the vernacular. <laughs> no longer have cleaner. And uh, and now I um, I clean the shower whilst showering. I, oh, I yes. We discussed so it. did Mrs Cockrell uh, lay down the law over that? No, we just decided to do it ourselves, you know. <laughs> there you go. Respect. Like <laughs> Respect to Mundo. <laughs> yeah, you're you free Tuesday mornings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Gandhi, of course, Mahatma, not David, yeah. was a big believer in that, wasn't he? He was, was he? a big believer. He wasn't <laughs> a believer. He was a believer. He's the one who's screaming, I bet. <laughs> he was uh, well, annoying. Well, those loincloths are too tight. <laughs> they look, always look, they look spacious to it's me. A, no, but it's that pin. <laughs> Sometimes it gets in the side. That's why he went pin. on the hunger strikes. He's, <laughs> they were too tight. He didn't have the sense of loosening them. He decided to just make himself smaller. Good, he hadn't thought it through, more. Gandhi. Mahatma was uh, a huge believer oh. in cleaning, the power of cleaning. Really? Yes. He felt it just put you in touch with your essence and your uh, your humanity. Oh, that's Respect nice. Respect to There you go. You used to make his wife do it. It didn't go down well at all. Oh, is that true? Yeah. That's not true. You two should try that. So, the thing with the dancer, 
obviously should be going on behind her back. Turns out it's been going on behind uh, Packers, by the sound right. of it. Yeah. Hey? Yeah. Um, we've had a text. <laughs> and now he's sent her packing. Oh, oh lovely, Frank. Hey, you see? Salonte. Thanks very much. We've had yeah. a text from Debs in Beds. Um, oh. I think that's Bedsfordshire. Debs but in... I think yeah. she's just trying to follow the um, law It's a bit like bananas in pyjamas. Rhyming. <laughs> on oh, this, I see. On today's okay. show. Hello all, I believe the woman gets to keep her ring if the man breaks off the engagement. Oh. Under the archaic rule of breach of promise. They've got caps there, breach, well, breach of promise. Breach of promise. Interesting. Um, breach of promise used to mean that if you proposed to someone and then called off the engagement, you could actually um, be fined, I think. Oh, you had to give them compensation. Imagine if Packer gets fined for breaking off the engagement. Well, has he, is he the one who's definitely broken it off? It's seeming that way. Well, we don't know this. Well, maybe. Perhaps he's just gone off her, you know that? Might have gone off her. As they say overseas, maybe him no carry. (laughs) (laughs) Him no Jim. Yeah. And she's doing a reality show. I'm surprised at that. Well, apparently so was he. And that was Uh. part of the other problem, is that, uh, well, he can't have been surprised. I mean, the cameras and the lights and all these staff must have alerted him to it. Isn't she too big to do a reality show? No one's too big now, darling. Is that right? Yeah. We should do one here. What about if think, we did one in the radio show? Wouldn't be very interesting, would it? Do you think when she gets the money for it, she thinks of it as a reality check? Oh, absolutely oh, excellent! Thank you very much. Thank you. I'm really pleased with that. And if you want to watch the right show, it's called Big Mother, and it's on um, Tuesdays. I think is it? Is it? I think you are, you'll be at my house cleaning. You can watch it. You can watch it on catch up. This, however, is Frank Skinner. I'm with Emily Dean and I'm with Alan Cochran. And you are able to text the show if you press the numbers 8, 12, 15. You can follow the show on Twitter. Um, Still going, Mm -hmm. despite some reduction this week. (laughs) That is um, at Frank on the radio, at being... uh, and I that's done a lap of honour, you know mm-hmm. the kind of thing. Yeah. You can email the show via the Absolute Radio website. You remember websites? Yeah. God. Yesterday, when I was young, so many, many songs were waiting to be sung. <laughs> okay. We were talking about um, Mariah Carey not giving back the ten million dollar engagement ring. I've, I've never given. Um, an engagement <clears throat> ring or a $10 million engagement ring and no. then subsequently had to break off the engagement. No. But would that be a thing that you would expect to get back if if you were I... the gentleman in question? Would he... Well, let's ask... Uh, do, do you think, think he's think, hashtag Frank? gutted? Well, I... Um, <laughs> I was going out with a... Leader! Um, back, back in the day. Yeah. In the West Midlands. Mm. And... She'd um, commented on the fact that we saw some earrings in a shop that she really liked. They were red hearts. She was a garish character. Red hearts, were they? Yeah, red oh. heart earrings. Very a uh, kids' uh, TV presenter. Yeah, well, they were sort of, um, I don't know what you'd call them. Sort of like glass. Yeah. Um, but they looked like precious stones. They were glass. Heart of glass, right. some might say. Yeah, yes. heart of glass, absolutely spot on. <laughs> so I um, I 
went back to the shop a couple of days later and bought these earrings for her. They were five pounds. But what year was this? Put it in context. This would be... 18... 1827. 1887. 1887. Okay. And then a couple of days later, we were... I'm going to be straight with you. We'd got into bed together. This is gross. I'm not going any further than that. This is as bad as it gets. And she said to me, listen, I, I, I want to end the relationship. Remember, the first thing I did was I got out of bed immediately and put my underpants on. Yeah. First thing I did. Seems right. I thought you won't be saying that again, madam. <laughs> oh, what a grave punishment that exactly. would be. Yeah, exactly. There's no halfway house. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I said, oh, I can't. Be- oh, oh. You know, like King Lear at the end of. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> were you wearing your pants? Because it sounds really undignified, Frank. I had my pants on then. Yeah, yeah. They were back on. Um, were you angry? I was hurt and upset and rejected. That sometimes <laughs> manifests itself as anger. Yeah, it does. I wasn't really... I, I said to me, I said, I'll tell you what, I just I thought, no, I've got to, I've got to rank, rack up the guilt. I said, yeah. I, I bought those earrings. You know those earrings? She said, you know, I went back and I... And she went, oh, no. And I said, yeah, I did. I went and bought them. <gasps> that's, a, that's the kind of guy I am. She said, I'll, I'll, I'll buy them off you. How much were they? I said, 15 quid. You didn't. Yeah. So I got 200% profit out of that. I thought that's poor balance for a broken heart. Um, I I think you probably felt a little spring in your step. Well, I think it took took a bit of a sting out. 10 quid profit to drown those sorrows. Yeah, 10 quid in those days. Oof. Mm-hmm. I bought a small semi-detached in Wolverhampton. <laughs> <laughs> it was the beginning of your property portfolio. Wasn't it, it was yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> beginning of the slum landlord years. <laughs> yeah. Great oak trees from little acorns grow. <laughs> you see, I think I told her that, but she didn't believe me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, as a rule. You have to return the I don't use it as a rule. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, multifaceted. Blimey. Blimey. Uh, Yeah, what go on? You you should return. For example, um, I have exes. There's one ex who's got three pairs of shoes of mine. Oh. Now, I would say those shoes... You would have given those back, wouldn't you? Well, I don't want to ask. But, I mean, the thing I would say is I'm going street value. Bear in mind, before you write in and say, you know, I'm not a woman of the people, they're, they're expensive because I've amassed them over the years. I didn't go out on a splurge. Oh, right. It's all right. But these shoes, I'd say combined value of all three, £2,000. Maybe oh. £1,800. Hold on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I have a cup of tea. Um, I thought they were playing wow. a clip on YouTube from Never the Twain or but, another 86. But why would wow. anyone keep... Why has he kept those shoes? Why has he kept they those shoes? If you're listening, the, love, put them in the post. They are going to be some of the best-dressed stilts that have <laughs> ever been seen. I don't... Um, I in the fairness to him, maybe he wearing thinks... Jimmy Choo's. In fairness to him, maybe he thinks it feels petty to put them in a... In a package and send them back. Right, but you know what? It's not petty. I really want the shoes back. I find that I've never heard of anyone keeping the shoes before. That just seems so. No. Does he wear a pink beret, this man? (laughs) 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 Just, just trying to work out. Frank Skinner on the radio. Oh, I tell you what, I kept of an ex's once a tankard. 
Yes. A tank he was given a tankard. Not, not a tabard. No, a tankard. A tankard. He was given a tankard. Okay. And Engraved. It, yes. And I thought, well, what do I do? Because this is a special thing. Yeah. Um, so I kept it because I rather like it. I use it as a vase. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and me and the said ex are on very good terms. He's a dear friend who you know, Frank. And so I did tell him I had the tankard. He's all right with it. He don't care about me having it. It was a celebr. It was a gift he was given um, on a film set, and I've still got it. Does anybody else feeling like this is that moment on the Antiques Roadshow where they're saying, <laughs> how did you acquire this thing? Yeah, exactly. Well, I'll tell you what, I rather liked it. I just kept it. It's lovely. Well, it has got an interesting <coughs> derivation, I believe. It came from <laughs> Sasha Baron Cohen originally, oh, the tankard. Did it? Yes. OK, lovely. Yeah. <laughs> it's got pro- you have, do you have a letter of provenance? <laughs> from Sasha Baron Cohen. And you... Um, yes, I used it for... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Chewing tobacco discharges. <laughs> oh, did you for many years? Yes, there is some staining on the. Uh, <laughs> well, it's worth. Um, I th- I would expect an auction to get somewhere between <laughs> two and three hundred pounds for that. Really? Pretend to look happy. That's yeah, great. Yeah, that's what me and Kath every week. I've told this before. Every time they give the price, me yeah. and Kath both say together, "Got it." Yeah, got it. <laughs> I think that's worth £1,200. Got it, absolutely got it. Just to their face. <laughs> my wife, whenever it's a decent figure, if it's like seven grand, my wife always goes, conservatory! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming that these are the people that want a conservatory. <laughs> One of my worst things was when I ended... In the, when text first began... What does it call on Jeremy Cole texties? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So when they first... When would that have been? Text? Sometime I know exactly. No, 90s. I'm going 97, mm. yeah, 98. So, yes, that would be right. So maybe 2000, Franks. No, this was definitely pre-2000. It was it football's coming home time? Yeah. It would be between that and 2000. And I split up with mm. someone and I thought, text? Of course we've got text now. That's a good mm. way of doing it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I thought, well, this gives me oh, a chance right. to be more... Um, yeah. You know, inventive. So I did a whole long text on my big phone. Yeah. As on your if, big Roger Moore if, Boston um, phone. <laughs> as if she was a um, game show contestant. Oh. <laughs> just, I said, and it was like, it began, well, I'll change her name to um, yeah. oh, Susie. So, yeah. so it, I, I wrote, um, so we're going to have to say goodbye to Susie. But she, <laughs> Oh my god. But she doesn't go away empty handed. <laughs> <laughs> and then I listed the things I'd bought her during our relationship. And um, and then I, I said a big hand. So what about a big hand? One more one more time, big hand for Susie. And then I sent that. Wow. I thought it's good because I'm ending the relationship. I mean I was ending it. Did she reply? Um she didn't. Funny that. Yeah, rude. <laughs> <laughs> Did she I reply should say, via the newspapers? I should say it was a relationship which was, you know, was already... Um, On its uppers. It, 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 was in, it was in about... It wasn't like, you know, it was out of the blue. It was communication yeah. becoming toxic. Is that the... Because uh, it sounds think, uh, a bit... Yeah. <laughs> it was... Um, do you it, know, Frank, that's lovely difficult. the way you do that. Oh, yes, I love toxic. Ah, so that's one I. of my favourite singles mm. of all time. Yeah, me too. Uh, Another thing we've got in common. Whatever happened? I mean, you. Yeah, you know. Where did it all go wrong? You're not coming out of this recent diva bit that well, Frank. I'll be absolutely honest with you. Somebody said, uh, talking of diva behaviour, I like Frank. 
<laughs> but uh, I, re- I thought it'd be a bot. <laughs> yeah. I remember him mentioning a homeless guy asking for a bite of a burger that he was eating. <laughs> I was shocked that Frank didn't just give the burger to a hungry guy. And now the earrings. Frank! <laughs> I know, but this was when I was in Birmingham. I didn't have much money. And oh, the homeless okay. guy, you don't want to give... I mean, God bless them, but yeah. if you give a, an homeless guy a burger to have a bite of... Yeah. Burger gone. Well, you know. Yeah. That's, I think that's his exact So what point. I did Just is I, I, br- I broke a bit off. <laughs> what about the time a guy, homeless guy said to me, again in Birmingham, a homeless guy said to me, uh, can I buy a cigarette off you? So I got my cigarettes out, and he, get, he got these pennies out with bits of tobacco, oh. gave me about eight pence, and I, I took it. You didn't. <laughs> it wasn't until after I thought, and I should, I should have just oh, given right. him that. You shouldn't have taken well, the money. Well, it felt the whole thing, his whole tone was transaction. <laughs> so I went with it. Frank Skinner on the radio. No. What's happening? Charlie's leaning over the dustbin. Is everything alright? He's just doing right? some furniture <laughs> <laughs> I worked with Tina Hobley once and... Uh, Congratulations. Um, she... Um, nominative determinism ended up in Holby City. Yeah. And right. ended up on crutches. Hobbly, after Hobbly. the um, took part in the ju- Channel 4's The Jump. Indeed. And oh, I'm afraid sustained an injury, so Hobbly really is nominative determinism. Anyway, we just started the show, so we're on air, and mm. she casually walks away from the panel desk uh, over mm. to a large black bin and um, throws up with great... Um, oh. Gusto. Great gusto. Oh, Why? Dear. The Did audience. She, she had, um, I think she had the Noro. Oh, no. Yeah. Awful. She had the hangover. No, no, she so didn't. Last time we, um, no, no. Not the Tina. last time we discussed nominative determinism on the show, we got an email from someone saying that they thought the best example of nominative determinism was um, David Beckham, who grew up in the Whips Cross area of London. Oh, because right? he loves the cross, huh? And he w- really whipped it in. Like yeah, his, whipped in. And he's, he's quite a um, high-profile... Um, <laughs> A secretive member of the S&M community. That's oh. the other thing. Is he in ticks, your community? He's a lot of the boxes, doesn't it? No. Which, which uh, they like. Have you got famous people in your community, Frank, the S&M community? I can't possibly answer that. Oh, OK. You sworn to secrecy. Um, and, and the great thing is that the email about nominative determinism is from Mr Eric Mayle. <laughs> <laughs> which is, that's a weird coincidence. So, um... Cleaners have come up quite a lot in the in the show today, yes. and, uh, and there's a story this week about a hapless caterer, not a cleaner, but still staff serving staff. Yeah. Quite close. They're all staff. It's yeah. in, in that part of the diagram, who's knocked the thumb off a statue? Oh yes, the Townley Venus. Well, not just any old statue, the Townley Venus, which I studied in art history. Did, Did you? you? It's a very important piece. Is it? I, I, yes. I've well, seen it's, it. It's now very important pieces because mm. that someone knocked the thumb off. It's a bit of a look at the. Uh, Townley. Is it? Well, it's in the, the old Venus de Milo mould, isn't it's, it? No, it's, it's got a hint of the re- Eddie Redmayne about it. But oh, has it? But, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I would say one could officially call it a hot potato. Townley oh, Venus. Townley. Well, Sorry, obscure crushes. The <laughs> most obscure crush you've ever had, the Townley Venus in the <laughs> British Museum. I tell you, it's hot. The old uh, Townley Venus. Well, Why she not? was going to come over to my place <laughs> this week, but um, unfortunately she planned to hitchhike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now the thumb's gone. Oh, God. Exactly. Very difficult. <laughs> the, um, um, now, I, I, I'm worried about this story. Are you? The I Townley think it's Venus, a bit Frank Spencer. Well, I think as I, I suspect horseplay. Tell me what you mean. Well, it said that the, the 
catering person was yeah. bending down under the townly Venus, and yeah. then they stood up and they banged their head on the thumb, and the thumb came off. Now, and why? Then he got himself into a little bit of trouble. <laughs> exactly. Um, now, why was um, a person bending down in front of the townly Venus? Well, you, you've given us one reason earlier. Maybe to well, pick I up mean, a fork or a. Maybe pursuing a cherry tomato. Yes. Yeah, well, it's, we've all done it. What? Oh, no, we haven't. <laughs> 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 Bend down in front of the townly Venus. No, I don't think I've ever done that. No. I've think... never knocked a thumb off a, an ancient relic. No. I, d- I don't think I have. Not intentionally. Oh, the... No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never knocked a thumb off an ancient relic. I can honestly, uh, I can honestly say that. In it's, fairness. It's a horrible story in many ways. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I, I also apparently attempted some... A, a sort of weak attempt at restoration with a chipolata. Oh. But um, it, it, it wouldn't adhere. You should have seen that coming. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Frank, when we were discussing the Townley Venus smoking, yeah. uh, you said you didn't believe the story. What do you mean? What, you don't believe that, that it was an accident? It just sounds... It was... Ben, or he, I don't know if they've said it's a he, have they? It's a catering person. Yes. Do you think actually they weren't bending down and like they've broken the thumb by like trying to put their iPhone in its hand? What happened then? Doing something oh, like that, yeah, yeah, you know, doing like putting a satellite in its hand. <laughs> that would be great. Why would they do that? <laughs> because that's what so, happens when people are together <laughs> and they're confronted by art. You know what? They hate it? it. They basically hate it. You know what? If that was what they were doing, that would actually make the Townley Venus be doing an impression of me in a photograph on my wife's phone because mm. when I send her a message or call her she's got a photograph of me eating a saveloy which she took when we were going round to some friends for lunch and I went I'm just going to have to have a sausage on the way I'm really hungry and so she has this picture of me eating a saveloy so the townly Venus I like that I love a sausage on the way yeah why not <laughs> There's a, there's a stall <clears throat> not far from me that sells hot dogs. Oh, and sometimes I just walk in and The area's and going just, down. It just smells too good. I think the area's going Apparently, up. Apparently, Put they 10% uh, on the property <laughs> value for me, that. A spokesperson for, not specifically for the Townley Venus, the Townley Venus, they don't, it doesn't employ its own spokesperson. It's got PR. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't have Franks after it. Um, Apparently, the, 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 well, yeah, the PR said uh, this was an unfortunate incident. We have retrained all individuals responsible for events mm-hmm. as a result of this. But what does that involve? How to navigate Psychic. the torsos? Yeah. It means don't mess about with the townly Venus. That's what they've been it's told. A good rule. Don't it's a do rule that thing. By. Don't put the decorations. Don't hang them yeah. from the townly Venus. I don't want any of that. Don't put an iPhone in its hand. <laughs> Leave it alone. I like the, well, can uh, we leave it alone? <laughs> Is it all right if we leave? No, leave it alone. Frank, when you do a questionnaire for some supplement in the Daily Mail and they say fave pinup, do you promise me you'll say the Townley Venus? Should but wouldn't. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Townley <laughs> Venus. No, no, not should but wouldn't. That, that's shouldn't a, but would. That, no, would, would but shouldn't. Would yeah. but shouldn't. Should but wouldn't would be a difficult. Yeah. That'd be a horrible question, wouldn't it? Yes. <laughs> Imagine if you really elaborated on it and said, "I don't know what it is. I just think there's something about her." It's, it's something to do with she hasn't got to define her hip. She's got a, she's got a sort Frank of. Frank doesn't a, like a waist. Mm. No, I don't. I don't like waist in any area of life. Okay. Um, 
I just think there's, you know, there's something hot about the tonally Venus. I don't mind the older woman. She's from Can the I first say- century, I think. <laughs> <laughs> OK, I don't know how much we're having the, we still, the I'd finally signed someone who's got the same sort of topics of conversation. <laughs> <laughs> someone who can remember Torchy the Battery Boy. You too. Is that all right, doing that little voice? Yes, fine. <laughs> Townley, Townley wouldn't care. Exactly. Can you, you couldn't get that spot on my back, could you? <laughs> I haven't got a thumb. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Radio. This no. character who broke the finger of the townly Venus. Caterer. Yeah. Yes, the, the, the caterer. Sorry just, to leave the H just, out. Just misread it. Yeah. <laughs> He's not the first. There have been previous, because do you remember the story about the man who tripped over a shoelace? This was about ten years ago. I was rather obsessed by this story. He tripped over a shoelace in the Fitzwilliam Museum in Cambridge. And he broke two priceless Ming vases. Oh. oh. And as a result, he was banned from the museum. I bet he was relieved that they were priceless rather than, like, really expensive. Well, exactly. Oh, hang on. Priceless. <laughs> oh, I see. Is he strange to charge. him? No. You know they say in the shop, sometimes you see that sign saying any breakages have to be paid for. You yeah. think you should put that in museums <laughs> and art galleries? Well, I don't think you can. <laughs> Venus, you're not going to get much change Ooh, out of it. I think things like standing on your own shoelace, that's neglect, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I think he should have to pay. Do I you? Agree. I do. So you, have you broken things, though? I, well, do you remember I told you before... Um, B- um, Boz, we went to a church in Cheltenham. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Boz broke... I can't, was it a sheep or a shepherd? I can't remember. But someone from the nativity. And Boz was little and he put his hand in there <laughs> and it broke. And I was with my brother-in-law, Jack, and we sort of said, well, we went and knocked on the vicar's door. He wasn't in. And... Um, <laughs> Which aspect of the nativity was it again? It was a... I, 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 can't, I think it was a shepherd, but it could have been a sheep. It oh. was, it was some, someone rural. Yeah. Hmm. And we went to the local newsagents, bought super glue, went back in, stuck it back on. Oh. N- nothing was said about well, that's it. That's what I did that's to good. the townley. The townley, in fairness, arrived in two pieces Can I when just... it came into this country. Is that right? Yes. And also, the, the, it, I quote from the article... from Ikea? <laughs> They, uh, they said the broken thumb was fixed back on with an adhesive in situ while the gallery was closed. Same as we did with the shepherd. Yeah, it's not and quite then they the said the work was said to be, and I quote, straightforward. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. blue tack. That's blue tack in it. That is blue tack on the thumb. I hope it wasn't blue tack. I think it was better than gaffer tape. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Surely not. There must be some mistake. Speaking of breakages, yeah. I, um, this is a sensitive story, but I'm going to something that happened to me yesterday. Uh-oh. Oh, or um, gestern, I think the Germans call it. <laughs> um, I was, how can I put this? I was on the toilet. Oh, I know, I know. You're gross already. I know you're having your breakfast, but anyway, I was on the toilet and um, at some, home. At home, suddenly there was a terrible um, noise. Of course, there was. And, yeah. and, uh, not that. Oh. And um, <laughs> and the seat cracked, cracked in, uh, like a, <laughs> right through the. Just oh yeah. Like that. 
Well, how do you think it feels like to be Michael Gove? Happens a lot to him all the time. Uh, but that, um, I was. Did it crack in two, Frank? It, uh, it came adrift from the hinges. It absolutely. I mean, it was. How it did was, you take this? How did you take this? It was this? shocking. There was no sense of it about to go. It suddenly went like. <gasps> Oh, and of course, sweet. it becomes the, the crack becomes like like jaws, like snapping jaws. <laughs> the crack in the toilet. The crack seat. in the toilet. Yeah, seat. yeah. yeah. <laughs> you becomes just clarify. Like, so I thought I don't want to get caught in the in the the crack in the. I think we've all had that sitting no. on a crack pan. It's a pinch, well, I've never sat it? on a crack pan. Before. Oh really? Oh, have you had one break under you before? No. Yeah, but I don't no. want to talk about that. No. Okay. Now I was worried because it's an O. It's basically an O, isn't it? That yeah. the C forms yeah. an O. I didn't want my gentleman's excuse me to get trapped and turn it into a queue. <laughs> That's what I was worried about. <laughs> but honestly, it was horrible. I, I was, you know, I was mid, so it's not like I could just go oh, to stay on the to stay on the broken O. Finish the job, yeah. Oh, let's go into details. Well, what about when awful. I was with the world's strongest man in Malta? Yeah, and he broke a seat. Uh, we were at a restaurant, and the seat broke. I don't mind that. And, well, I do. He had to leave the restaurant, well, and I said, "This is terrible." No, he said this it. happens to him once a week. Happens wow. all the time. He, they always break seats. It's garden furniture. Have you seen these guys? Oh, I went. To, I went to a, a party once, a, a garden thing in Wolverhampton, and they had a. I'm sorry a, to hear that. They had an enormous <laughs> relative. <Are> you okay. <laughs> I mean, he was. I shouldn't name him, but he was a big relative. <laughs> And he sat on one of those plastic chairs, yeah. and I thought, that's going to break. That's going to break if he sits on it. It didn't break. Oh. What it did, it just went straight into the lawn. <laughs> the the oh, legs brilliant. just went straight in. So he's oh. still sitting on it, but it's at ground level. And then there's a lot of men sort of um, averting, averting <laughs> the eyes of others saying, oh, don't ask me to help. And he was just on the floor. Wow, we... Oh, man, but the chair just went <laughs> straight down like that. A broken chair is humiliating. Like, isn't like it? it was a chair in one of those houses of the future. It just went into the ground. <laughs> Do you yeah. think he took that as a, as a little moment in life to think, mm, maybe? Well, that's why I, I, I was just going to say, have you, I, do you feel more body dysmorphic after the I thought, episode? I did yeah. think the diet starts here. <laughs> you cried. <laughs> I did. It's for a bathroom without scales, isn't it? That, that's, I mean, it that was. Moment. I mean, I should mention, my personal assistant was sitting on my lap going, oh well, that's fine then. going that's through fine. going through some fan mail they're not built for two those <laughs> might what about the tandem ones hey what about a tandem toilet seat that's um no like a love seat anyway in the tradition the grand tradition of um pics or it didn't happen i have taken a photo of the crack, <laughs> you did of the crack toilet seat yeah well i, I, I hope mean, in I, a reasonable condition no i cleaned up the surrounding area but um but yeah well it, you say you did daniel craig's cleaner did no, she's not. She's not with me anymore. Oh, yeah, she's remember, gone. she's she's totally committed to Craigie. That's Hawks. Totally committed to Craigie. Was that a song from Greece? <laughs> so, yeah. Totally committed to Craigie. <laughs> <laughs> um, Anyway, um, that is it. I think oh, for is this it? week. Should we put? Up, I'm going to put up the photo of the crack seat. Why not? Yeah, it, it, it was a shocking incident. I can tell you. It sounds like it. No, no warning. 
So have you had it fixed? Because if I come no. around, I want a warning. No, you know. I, I don't want to deepen the fissure. As ever, what, you'd never want a domestic accident at the weekend because no. um, you just think, oh, I can't, I'm not, I'm, I'm not being charged time and a half. Well, just go and use David Bedil's lavatory. I reckon when you next go, it's just going to have some slightly weary-looking silver gaffer tape over the crack. I'd say it's going to have some silver fish. Bonded. Well, anyway, what I, I'm using, the, I'm, I'm making do with a colander. <laughs> over the top at the moment. <laughs> um, thank you so much for listening. Um, if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now get out. Hear the Frank Skinner Show as it happens, Saturday morning from 8 until 11 on 105.8 FM in London and the South East.